Hello and welcome to another Modern Commerce Talks from Aventia. I'm your host, Jack Stratton from Insider Trends and delighted to be joined again by Colin Ingram, um, a developer at Aventia who's been working with the Nordic Nest project. Thanks, Ross. So, super interesting what we were talking about last last time and, um, you know, what kind of makes coding so um, so rewarding uh, within composable commerce. And I certainly learned a lot. Um, we You touched a couple of times on... Um, maybe what's different about um, working with API-first solutions. I've heard that mentioned a few times um, within, you know, composable commerce. Um, so my question for this session, really, the kind of fundamental question is, you know, why do developers want to work with API-first solutions? Because it seems like they do. So what, what is it about API-first solutions that attracts developers like you? I think uh, in, in the past, uh, APIs have been kind of an afterthought of the, the product. Uh, of a product uh, and in some sense you, you you build your product and then you open it up to people to use with these APIs and that often means that sometimes you make some compromises in the API design or it's not really thought through uh, and then you what you end up as a developer is with something that's a little bit difficult to use with it doesn't quite fit and it's a little bit uncomfortable and and the shift to API first is uh, is, has been a really positive one for from my perspective from as a developer because you get uh, much more well thought out um, contracts, basically, with the with these products. Uh, so, for instance, like Commerce Tools, Contentful, uh, In River, these these sort of solutions, they've thought a lot more about who will be consuming them, uh, and and the developer is one of the people that will be consuming them. Is it? Mm. And often, uh, the success of an application uh, is is influenced by people's willingness to adopt it. Uh, so, if you're if you have a well thought out API and you have SDKs that are really well maintained and constantly evolving, you have flexibility in how you can use it. It's uh, using REST uh, APIs or GraphQL. Uh, and uh, it, You really have uh, a system that's kind of asking to be used. You, know, it's, it, you end up kind of uh, creating a, a relationship with the people that consume it. Uh, they can trust this contract that you present, uh, and in, in return, they can build things upon your your platform um, that they can trust and, uh, and rely on. Uh, and that fosters, I think, uh, a good relationship between developers and, and the, the product itself. Um, and Commerce Tools is a classic example of this. They have mm, lots of extensibility points uh, and quite elegant ones in, in terms of things like API extensions, um, uh, the Merchant Center, their kind of back-end uh, insight into, into the commerce tools, that can be extended as well with custom applications. Um, uh, so, and the, the list goes on. Um, uh, they have tons of SDKs and different programming languages um, and uh, really good documentation. So it's really easy as a developer to kind of just to start and just get going and, and get working on the important thing, which is creating a solution for your customer or your your product. It's really, really interesting. I hadn't really thought about it like this, but um, when you're touching on how an API-first solution is that much more kind of usable and flexible and attractive for um, the developer as the user, but actually how much of an impact that has, and it makes a complete sense, but I hadn't thought about it like this, how much impact that has on the final product. In other words, by making the developer happy, you're kind of making ultimately the end user happy because the developer is that much more enthusiastic about using this particular thing. 
Exactly, exactly. I mean, if you hit roadblocks at every every junction when you're trying to create a solution because it's not been well thought out or there's a problem, then you start to build a kind of resentment towards it. And, you know, maybe I don't want to use this because <laughs> maybe it's it's making my life more hassle. But if it's really easy to use, then then you have a kind of a, a more positive out- outlook towards the, the product as a whole. Um, and uh, a lot of the uh, these products like uh, Contentful, the CMSs, and uh, Commerce Tools for e-commerce, uh, have been, they put a lot of thought into it, and both from an architecture perspective and also for a consumption perspective for their for their clients and their customers. So uh, I think it's a uh, it definitely definitely uh, results in a better experience for developers, uh, and it's much more fun to work with on a day to day. And I suppose it's a reminder that have how important this is because it's the it's the developers that are going to go on to probably influence the decisions around what tools are used in lots of different companies and lots of different scenarios because ultimately if you've got a big team of developers what they are happy to use the kinds of tools and and the kinds of systems that is massively influential that's kind of what becomes Mm. apparent to me it may be someone above them that makes that some of the initial decisions about the contracts Mm. that are agreed but um you know I guess what I'm saying is making your developers happy about the tools they use. That is incredibly important, not just now, but long into the future. Yeah, exactly. And and from a customer perspective, like if if you have your own development team uh, and say Vencia have their own development team, uh, you know, you can work together on, on the same objective very easily. And they're not these closed systems. They're very open. So you can work against the same APIs. You have a shared understanding. And then you end up with a, a kind of a, a better ownership of the system that's being developed rather than these sort of uh, closed systems where all requests have to go through uh, through the company or they have to, you know, have, you have to jump through hoops to allow people insight into the into their finished product. Um, so I think uh, API first is a, and in a composable context is a, is a really, really good thing, a really positive thing. And just to kind of as a final point, I've heard a few times as a, kind of as an interesting side point when people have been talking about um, composable versus uh, monolith, and, you know, headless mm. versus whatever, the, these kinds of discussions. It's been brought up a lot that composable commerce, for better or worse, it does require a lot of developers, a lot of coding. That's part of the the, the nature of the, the tool and the model. So I guess what's very encouraging is that um, it's, I guess what I'm saying is it it, it's, it becomes even more important with the amount of coding that actually the developers are really happy with the tools they use um, and that they have the flexibility and that it's rewarding, which we talked about in the last session. Um, and yeah, is that, I mean, from your experience so far with Nordic Nest, there clearly is a lot of coding that's going on with projects mm. like that. Um, and yeah, that, so I get, you know, it must really elevate the importance of, you know, you being able to actually enjoy that work because there's a lot of it. There's a lot of coding with these, mm. with these solutions. Exactly. Yeah, uh, one of the trade-offs, a uh, big trade-off of composable commerce and uh, in general of using these sort of polyglot architectures where you have best in class or whatever they feel is best, is that you you have to kind of orchestrate them together, and that's where a product like Site comes in because it's the the sort of glue between the bricks that mm. keeps it together. Um, uh, so you, you still will need to do quite a lot of coding to try and build in the like how. The customers' flows and how they treat data and how they treat their their commerce process into that system, um, uh, and having easy APIs and well thought out APIs and connections means that that's a lot a lot easier to do. 
uh, and a lot easier to work with in the future and going forward. If they want to build in features, it becomes much easier to do that. Uh, and you can do, they sort of extend these, the initial solution and based on the customer's needs. Um, and as we've seen in the last year, you know, things like um, uh, click and collect, these sort of things are much more possible than uh, if you didn't have, uh, if you had an archaic or a sort of monolith uh, infrastructure that was hard to extend. So I think um, it really is a, a, a good thing, uh, even though it adds some uh, extra complexity. Mm, yeah, it's, just, it's it's worth that extra that extra effort and extra work. Um, Colin, it's been so um, interesting to get the developer perspective on all of this. We've mm. been talking a lot about Excite and commerce tools with with lots of different people, but brilliant to to be able to speak to someone um, you know kind of on the ground actually building this stuff. Um, super interesting. So thanks so much for your time. Um, and uh, thank you for listening. We'll be back with another one soon. Um, but thank you for now, and we'll see you again. Cheers. Thanks.